ki if not that it's good music but now here is this young man he has not denied self he is full of self and actually what is making him to do this good thing that you have enjoyed is because that is the expression of self he enjoys it because that's where himself comes out well so you quickly use what he carries which Jesus would have wanted to keep Only a man that he has brought to death and has now resurrected can he really use. So, you, you gather that man and he does well. And your ministry is going on until one day he impregnates one of the choir. When you call him and say, Charlie, why did you do that? He said, well, treat me gently. You see, if that's part of something I used to struggle with, but God still uses And if you decide to go and announce it so as to disgrace me, you also know what damage it will bring to your church. So what do you do now? You have silence. You cover it. You say, okay, well... Uh, it's alright, and okay, and all of that. So, what you started, you can't finish. Because this boy has finished it. Anybody who has not met this condition for discipleship will finish what you are doing. God knows that. So, he said, we need not first sit down. Count the cost. Whether he has sufficient to finish it, lest happily, after he has laid the foundation and he is not able to finish it, or that the whole did begin to mock it, say, this man began to build and was not able to do what? To finish. If you know how much ridicule the present day church has brought to the Lord. If you know how little value people now have for preachers. I'm sorry to inform you. Do you know that in many, many places it was actually better for me and I've enjoyed it. I enjoyed the obscurity of just the brother Billy and sometimes I just say Mr. Mr. Billy. And they will have passed me. I said, that's good. 
But there are some places that if you ever said, I'm a preacher, I'm a pastor. Desire, narcotic check, narcotic check, narcotic check, narcotic check. I said, I told you I'm a pastor. So that's why we are checking you. Say, what? How many of your pastors, they are behind God because we saw them. If you know the dishonor that so much has come on the, on the name of the Lord because of the church. Do you know why I have not recovered I'm crying when I see the way the parliament the government talks lightly about the church. Now, in Europe, in US, and gradually now, even in Africa. And I know it's not their fault. It's something that we brought upon the name of the Lord because of who we have become. But Jesus wants to build what? A tower. The nature of what God wants to build, I will, I, once I come away from Luke now, I will take you to where he says it more directly. So that you will know that it is the same issue. Please be careful to follow today. You will soon discover that it is the same issue. Whether it is coming from Mark or from Matthew or from Luke. One issue. And unless you are studying your Bible, you may not even be able to link them that it is one issue. He said, or what king going to make war against another king? Seated not down first, and I wanted to see what his reasoning. And consulted whether he would be able with 10,000 to meet him that comes against him with how many? Now, Excuse me. What do you think he is testing? Eh? Why did you think so? Because 10 against 20 is already unreasonable. How can you take 1 to face 2 and you are hoping to conquer? Which means what he was concerned about was not the number. He was not concerned about size. He was first testing. Do I carry one? Say, what God will be testing is that this is Marcus. Can I have a Marcus that I can throw 
in the midst of wolves, and he alone will bring me victory. He has never considered how he will get 30,000 to face 20,000. That was never his consideration. So, unconsciously, many of you think that church conquers the world by size, by number. See that? Many of us have been confused by thinking that what God needs to overrun this world is when we become many. God has never done that. Let me tell you, what God has always done is that he conquered the majority world with a company of men and women that on the outside they look as minority. But when you hit them, you then discover that one chases a thousand, two puts ten thousand about, and suddenly three can subdue a whole Babylon. May I inform you, it is not the smallness of the church that is the problem. It is the weakness. It is the it is the is the quality of the individual member that has brought us the problem. It's not the number. That's never been the number. So a situation now where what many of you are concerned about in terms of uh, uh, growth, in terms of when they say this his ministry has grown, the only parameter you are talking about is number, quantity. Oh, we now have uh, 1,000 churches. What, what does that mean? What honestly? Now, please, I'm not asking you to go and say, well, regulation, we should not be planting churches. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about something, so please don't, don't bring me into unnecessary controversy with people. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about that. If you can plant churches of correct disciples, why not? But the kind of churches I see you planting, they cannot even scratch feather. A church where your pastor is a liar. What are you talking about? A church where the senior elder has actually embezzled money somewhere and he was declared wanted. That's why he came to hide in your church and is now a leader. You are joking. But who will worry? Because what they are looking for is number. And the devil loves to have it so. He loves to have Toothless dogs that cannot bark. He loves to have plenty of them. 
that creates no threat to his kingdom. So, you see, the Lord is asking, can I face 10,000? I mean, can I, with 10,000, meet him that comes against him with 20,000? He wasn't testing size. What was he testing? Strength. He was testing commitment. He was testing quality. So when he, he, when he, when he was insisting that whosoever he be of you that does not hate his father, his mother, his wife, his children, his brothers, his sisters, to yeah, his own life also, he cannot. Let him just go away. It's because of the kind of assignment, the kind of church, the kind of tower he wants to build with these lives. Have I said to that point? You follow to that point? Now, do you see what the Lord is the Lord? He said, or else. What's the meaning of or else? Otherwise, that is, if he will not be able to. When he has tested the strength. Now, may God, how will he be able to sit down here and test that this day will be able to confront 20? When he has not first of all taken them to battle first. You know why? If you have not won battle over your appetite, You, your appetite makes you a slave. He did not need to take you somewhere before he knows that this one cannot make it. So all those parameters, he must hate father, he must hate mother, he must hate senior sister and brother, they are texts of how deep your commitment. Do you understand what I'm talking about? You, you, you don't know. I can, you, I don't, and I'm, I'm not saying this so that you can think I say you should be irresponsible over your children. But do you know that what is keeping some of you in what you are doing is because you love your children. You love your children. More than Jesus. You said, eh, eh, eh. since we have these children, do you think God said we should love our children? So, you will bring logic. I said, it isn't God that gave you those children and that they are His heritage. See how you are behaving now as if you actually knew the future of the children better than God. So every time God wants you to move, say about these children. Every time you need to have shown your commitment to God, then you say, hey, my children, you know my children, and hey, these children, if we move now, we will disrupt their school. All of that. And heaven says, I can't take this man to battle. If he hears the cry 
of any of his children, everything will melt. He will immediately go away. I know him. We have not yet gone to battle with enemy. Look at his children. Do you know that some of you, you shiver anytime your children get annoyed with you. Some of you don't know that as I'm watching you, I'm praying for you. My prayer is I say, God, this man is a slave of his children. This sister is a slave to her children. And your children know that. They are developed an appetite that you can never be free from in the next 10 years. Some of you cannot move out of here. Can't move out of here. And your reason is my children. But you know, I am not asking you to be irresponsible to your children. Honestly speaking, the only way I know to be a responsible father is to trust God with your children. That's the only way I know. Sometimes the call of God comes and you need to go and locate in the village. And I know your first consideration is what of school for children? There's no good school there. And you will see yourself negotiating with Jesus. And say, Lord, I will have gone. But there's no school for children. I don't want to disrupt their education. You know this one, it is in 2016. She will finish. Lord, let us wait. 2016, when at least I've seen that they they won't blame me. And the Lord said, "Mm Mm-hmm. That child comes before me. I can't take this one to battle. You see, he wasn't testing for number. Number does not make a difference in God's battle. So, the, what is the, why is he looking for disciples indeed? Is because of the kind of thing he wants to do. The assignment ahead that he wants to do is what is demanding for him to test. And he's not just testing generally, he's testing the individual strength of the individual member. If it was alright that once we have some good senior pastors who are very strong and very good, God is ready. 
He wouldn't have been talking to you. But now, the individual member have a peculiar place and a peculiar role in the tower that he is building. That's why. When I started coming out this year, and I said, Lord, I've been going to these nations for some time. Is it a routine? Are we just going so that the God record that is also international preacher? Which I hate. Don't like it. Is it going so that he can do shopping? Where do I have time for shopping? Nothing. What do I do need to? I've come here for years. The trade that I've been coming abroad never shows in my house. Mom, how do you wash our clothes? With hands. Doctor washes with hands. How do we iron our clothes when there's no light? Coal iron. I see after coal iron. What's your problem? <laughs> What's your problem? Does this show how my dress shows their ghetto? No! What's your problem? You are the one that can't that as life. As achievement. The life of a man does not consist on the abundance of things he has. You are the one that you are treating that man as progress. You are the one that you are being confused to think that now you are now having a better life. And you would like to invest your precious life and time to accumulate that. And whenever anybody say, how are you doing? I say, oh, you know, fine. Actually, we are doing fine. Now, I'm listening to you. What is your definition of fine? Oh, we have washing machine. We have this. We have this. We have this. We have that. We have this. <laughs> you know, we are doing fine. Hey, poor soul. Poor man. When it is time for me to describe to you what a true life is, you will be excited. A true life. The life of a disciple. Because you see, this life that God gives to you is to achieve something far, far beyond all these kind of things that you do. All this thing you are doing is not the reason you were born. This is not the reason actually you were born. It's not the reason you are born again. If this is the only thing we are living for us, we wake up, we get something, we eat, we sleep, we go to work, we get more pounds, and then we put everything 
and build a house. And if that is it, you don't have to be a Christian. Even those that have nothing to do with Jesus, they do all. Let's talk go. Let's face a reality now. I don't congratulate you that when you came here, you got a job. What of the Muslims that got job? Who did it for them? What of all those that have cars? It is a, a, you know, when something has been twisted, when your knowledge is twisted, and you now begin to, you see, you read a passage in the morning, and you helped us with the passage. In the passage you read in the morning, somebody is saying, what is the benefit of following God? So we call proud men fortunate. We now think that wickedness is 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 lucrative. Because you are a you, are, you don't know why you are living. Don't know why you live. As I sat there in the morning, I started making my notes. I say, God, I want my wife to give me Give me 20 pounds. Do you have 20 pounds? You only have card now. <laughs> you only have card now. <laughs> I wanted to tell you something that was that was going to hit me very bad. Very bad. Thank you, sir. Can somebody give me two sheets of paper? Just two sheets of paper. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Imagine that you are selling this piece of paper, two pieces of paper. And I said, can I pay you for it? And I gave him 20,000, I mean 20 pounds to collect two pieces of paper. What will all of you say about me? You will say I'm foolish. You will say I have been bewitched. Am I right? Why? How can I pay so much for so little? You know what Jesus said? He said, why do you spend your life? You are spending time. You are spending your precious time to look for food. He said, is life not more than meat and his body not more than raiment? What you didn't know is that you have expended your life. What you are spending every day to get food is so much compared with food. 
I don't know whether you understand what I'm saying. But something already told you that that's how to live. You pay so much with an irretrievable life for what evil ordinary lilies don't labor to get. But something is telling you if I don't spend my life, I will not get this. And God needs to bring you to see that there's a reason why your life has been given to you. And it's not about food. So to get disciples that have an understanding of what is this life that God gave me for. 